Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is A Chariot Ride to God. Let's pray. Father, we come today with praise and thanksgiving, hungry for what you have today, so thankful for your word, the lamp to our feet, the light to our path. Father, we come ready to receive today and to apply what we learn to our lives. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, today we're going to talk about Elijah's chariot of fire ride to be with God. He and Enoch were both just taken to God without dying. There are many things we can learn from Elijah's amazing event. Let's start today in 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 1. And it came to pass when the Lord was about to take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind that Elijah went with Elisha to Gilgal. So folks, imagine someone asking Elijah in the morning, What are you going to do today, Elijah? Oh, well, I'm going up in a whirlwind to see God. Pretty exciting day planned, huh? Verse 2. Then Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to Bethel. But Elisha said, As the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Friends, we'll find out shortly that Elisha knew what was going on. He had now been with Elijah about ten years and knew how to hear from God. Verse 3, Now the sons of the prophets who were at Bethel came out to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? And he said, Yes, I know. Keep silent. Folks, it sounds like everyone knew about what was going to happen that day. Maybe they all got an alert on their iPhones like we get severe weather warnings. Verse 4, Then Elijah said to him, Elisha, stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. But he said, As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. Friends, persistence with God pays big dividends. We have to have this kind of focus to really do what God has for our lives. Verse 5, Now the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho came to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? So he answered, Yes, I know. Keep silent. Again, they must have gotten an iPhone alert in Jericho too. Verse 6, Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to the Jordan. But he said, As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. Folks, this is the third time that Elijah said to stay here. The number three has much biblical significance. It represents completeness or perfection. Elijah had fulfilled his work on earth for God. Verse 7, And fifty men of the sons of the prophets went and stood facing them at a distance, while the two of them stood by the Jordan. Verse 8, Now Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up, and struck the water, and it was divided this way and that, so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. My friends, God knows how to part the water, as he did this day with the Jordan River. And God can do anything in your life in line with his word, if you just have faith and stay with it. Think about your need. 
Is it more difficult than parting a river? And even if it seems to be greater, God can handle it. Verse 9, And so it was, when they had crossed over, that Elijah said to Elisha, Ask what I may do for you before I am taken away from you. Elisha said, Please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So, folks, Elisha asked Elijah for a double portion of the Spirit of God that was on Elijah. What a good heart. That double portion would be to do God's work. Verse 10, So he said, You have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken up from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. So, friends, when is the last time you asked for a hard thing from God? James 4.2 says, You do not have because you do not ask. Ask God for that hard thing today and keep your switch of faith turned on. Elijah then said, If you see me when I am taken up from you, it shall be so for you. Folks, focus on God is so important. Proverbs 29.18 in the King James Bible says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. Now back to 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 11. Then it happened, as they continued on and talked, that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with the horses on fire and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. Folks, this is another rerun I want to watch in heaven. Can you imagine this sight? As Elijah is taken from heaven, or taken into heaven, in a whirlwind on a chariot and horses of fire. Remember, the only other person that something similar happened to was Enoch in Genesis chapter 5. Both went from earth to heaven, or really Abraham's bosom, without dying. Verse 12, And Elisha saw it, and he cried out, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and its horsemen. So he saw him no more, and he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into two pieces. My friends, this must have been bittersweet for Elisha, as the key prophet for Israel and his great friend was now gone, and he was now the prophet who would do even greater things. Verse 13, He also took up the mantle, which was the outer garment, of Elijah that had fallen from him, and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan, likely where they had crossed just earlier. Verse 14, Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had struck the water, it was divided this way and that, and Elisha crossed over. So, folks, God showed Elisha that he was with him and would be with him by having his first miracle be the same as Elijah's last miracle. In the same way, Jesus said, We'll do greater things than he did. John 14, 12, Most assuredly, I say to you, He who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. Folks, we're supposed to do greater things than Jesus did in Jesus' name. Verse 15, Now when the sons of the prophets 
who were from Jericho saw him, they said, The spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. So friends, people there saw the power of God upon Elisha. Verse 16, Then they said to him, Look now, there are fifty strong men with your servants. Please let them go and search for your master, lest perhaps the Spirit of the Lord has taken him up and cast him upon some mountain or into some valley. And he said, You shall not send anyone. Folks, it's important to note here that they saw the power of God and then really didn't believe after their flesh got involved. They were thinking, We need to go find him. Verse 17, But when they urged him until he was ashamed, he said, Send them. Therefore they sent fifty men, and they searched for three days, but did not find him. And when they came back to him, for he had stayed in Jericho, he said to them, Did I not say to you, Do not go? Friends, this is another lesson from today's scriptures. Elisha knew that they wouldn't find Elijah, but they insisted on going, so Elisha let them let them go, and waited until they came back. In the same way, many times God prompts us to go a certain direction, and we have a better plan. We're going this way, and God waits while we wander off for hours, or days, or years. And then he tries to get us to listen the next time, and get us into his perfect will. What a merciful wonderful, loving God we have. Well, folks, we may not get an on-fire chariot ride to heaven, but the angels of God will take us if we're living for Jesus and He is our Lord and Savior. Well, I don't know about you, but I would drive my old rusty Chevy Vega to heaven if that is how God told me to get there. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for what Elijah did in his ministry, and for that matter, Elisha. Father, we're so thankful for how you teach us in your word, and you show us your your will and your nature. We choose to be hungry for your word, more hungry every day to know more about you, and live in your will. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.